Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hey! Hello! From 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Justin Barney. From Milwaukee Film, I'm Christopher Pollard. Together we are Cinnabuds. And this week, we are talking about the Hobbit Trilogy. Far to the east, over ranges and rivers, lies a single, solitary peak. The dwarves are determined to reclaim their homeland. Oh, the Hobbit Trilogy. <laughs> it came out a decade ago. Yes. And we're we're talking about the Hobbit trilogy because sadly, this is my last week on Cinnabuds. What? I'm just finding out like this. <laughs> I thought you would cheer. <laughs> I'm in shock. <laughs> Christopher kicked me out. That's right. No, I am uh I I'm going to be moving to Nashville. I took a job at WNXP, which is a wonderful radio station in Nashville, and um, I will be moving there at the end of the month. So this will be my last Cinnabuds. Nashville's gain is Milwaukee's loss. Mm, thank you. But it has been a fun ride, But and we'll get into the fun ride yeah. in the podcast, but I, I do want to know, this is your last show. Yeah. Why? <laughs> And I said, what do you want to do for your last show? And you said, the Hobbit trilogy. Yes. Explain. Um, one, because I am just so busy with, <laughs> with like moving stuff. Oh, so you're lazy. Okay. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Well, um, <laughs> I've been so busy with like moving stuff and figuring out my life and, and all that, that um, I legit haven't had time to watch anything. And so I just have been comfort watching the Hobbit trilogy. Oh, <laughs> I get that. And I was like, and I, and I, you know, I started watching it. I have just like put it on every night and I am like, I think that everybody has as like that movie or that like to me the hobbit is the hobbit series is perfect because it's like 10 hours long yeah you know it's, it's 10 hours long i've watched it a bunch of times yeah. and it's a thing that i can just like throw on when i'm stressed or trying to do something and know every beat of it yeah. and it just like kind of and, and i like there was a night i watched it with a friend you know yeah. came over and we like talked through the whole thing and yeah. we talked about it the whole time <laughs> and it's just like it's that comfort for yeah. me and uh, um i think that that is something worth talking about you know yeah, like yeah. and i would like to know what yours is right but also like i got a lot of hot takes about the hobbit <laughs> you do <laughs> i think that the hobbit is better than the lord of the rings series <gasps> What just happened? <laughs> you, you know what? You know what? Go to Nashville. <laughs> That's shocking. All right, so here's where, like, you know, uh, uh, this part is like Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings. I'm yeah. not like throwing shit on Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is complicated. It's Byzantine. It's like you need to know who. D- I'm it's like Byzantine. Who, who, <laughs> yeah, it's got all of these like <laughs> big like complicated plots where it's like these people did this thing at this time. Sauron. Yeah. Who is? Why is he bad? Why are they fighting him? Who are so the? This good is guys like the, the Paddington of the series for you. This yes. Is just like you know what the Hobbit is about. Dwarves were living in a mountain. A dragon came. Right. They had to leave. They want to go back. I want my mountain back. That's it. We want the mountain back. And then I, it's so it's like, it's just so much more. It's, it's linear. It's just like Lord of the Rings, but dumber, you know? And I, and I'm like, I'm not, I love the Lord of the Rings, but I don't, I don't want to 
read all the backstory. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't want to. I don't want to do live anything. it. I don't want it to be just homework. I just want to see people with swords people. fighting each other. Big weird dogs. Yes. Gotcha. And so the Hobbit gives you a lot of like big weird action series. Yeah. Every like couple minutes, they get into a situation. You think the gang is cooked, and they get out of it. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of the whole thing. And then at the at the middle of it, there is like a really tender part of the Hobbit that I think is the most touching and that Bilbo Baggins, the titular, titular Hobbit, Hobbit. <laughs> he doesn't want to do this yeah. and the dwarves, they don't want him, yeah. but Gandalf sees something in Bilbo <laughs> that he does not see himself. And then over three movies, it is Bilbo defying the expectations that is set of him of doing the things that he doesn't think that he can do or doesn't want to do yeah. and constantly proving that he does have that thing that Gandalf sees within him. Okay. He is right. worthy. Let's relax. He is good. Everyone it take a deep breath. beautiful, Christopher. Take a deep breath. All right. Okay. All right. We will talk more <laughs> about- Save it for the podcast. <laughs> We're going to talk more about The Hobbit and comfort and- a retrospective on our time here <laughs> after the break. Do you remember the last time you fell down a musical rabbit hole? You heard a great song that led you to a great album, which led you to falling in love with a new artist, which introduced you to a whole new genre of music. Just like you, our DJ's curiosity for music never stops. That's why you listen to Radio Milwaukee, and it's a great reason to give. Support your home for music discovery at RadioMilwaukee.org slash donate. And we're back. Oh, hi. And Christopher, I am uh, not going to feel bad about dominating the conversation this week. I mean, good luck. <laughs> I'm not going to consider that it's your last one. I'm going to be right in there. <laughs> so The Hobbit is my is my comfort series, yeah. as as we were talking about, because it's like it's long. I've seen it forever. Yeah. And I think like I think like everybody probably has like a version of this. Sure. If it's like for me, I like that The Hobbit is it's three movies yeah. and they're all very long. Yeah. And uh, um, but it's also it's like when it came out, you know. Yeah. It came out when I was in high school. I went to go see all of them with my friends. It has like big nostalgic value, yeah. and it's like still a thing. Like when all of my friends from grade school get together, like we we went to my buddy got married, went to a bachelor party in Door County, and. Uh, <clears throat> went to this bachelor party in Door County and uh, <laughs> at one point uh, I, <laughs> it was like we found ourselves after like seven hours together sitting in the living room watching Lord of the watching Rings, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like just like every time we get together like at some point that will happen and I think that that's like kind of like beautiful and fun and um, and it's, so it's funny because I went to a cabin with Nicole like about a year year and a half ago yeah and in the evenings we watched The Hobbit because yes. they had them there. There's one of the little oh, selections. Yeah, yeah, sure. And they're like, yeah, let's just watch The Hobbit. We're going to be here three nights. And when we settle in at night, Hobbit. What is, what's what's your comfort series? I mean, no surprise. It is also a trilogy. Escape from Frogtown or whatever? <laughs> I mean, after all this The Froghead people. Hell comes to Frogtown. Hell comes to Frogtown. It's Frog such a distinct title that you can't grasp. No, it's I a, just don't care to grasp it. You should. It's rowdy, rowdy, viper, rest in peace. Um, it's a trilogy. Mm. I've talked about it nonstop. 
<laughs> it's of course the Blade trilogy. <laughs> I knew right when you said yeah. talk about it nonstop. I'll put the Blade. I'll put any of the Blades on at any point. Just if I'm like, I don't want to think about what movie I want to watch. Exactly. I'm familiar with this. I know the parts I like. I own it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's also always on <laughs> streaming services. Yeah. So yeah, I would say the Blade trilogy. Hobbit is like my, it's also, it's like I own it on Amazon and like the amount of movies I own on Amazon is just like not that many. Yeah. And I have like purchased them because I was like traveling overseas and I was like, I need something to fill 10 hours. It's interesting. The stuff that you purchase online that you per- you have it, but it's online. Yeah. Those are very different than the ones you have in your home. Those are different. Yeah. And, and also these comfort watches are not, I mean, except for Blade. Blade's an exception. But they're not always like your favorite movies. They're just like exactly. easy movies <laughs> exactly. to watch. Exactly. I've also watched both Deadpools numerous times. Oh, I hate Deadpool. I find them very funny. Oh, God. <laughs> and I like the Ryan action Reynolds. scenes. Like, I don't no watch- one could love Ryan Reynolds more than himself. I don't know. He doesn't strike me as the most arrogant actor out there. Oh my god! That's a huge field. He is so funny. Well, sure. He is so like any comedian who goes out there. Bit is yeah. I am better than everybody. All of his movies. He's one note. I get it. I hate. But any actor, any comedian, especially goes out there. Of course, they think they're funny. Otherwise, they would be like, "Who? who, Mean what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How dare you? That's true. Um. But no, not as many yeah. people are just like as upfront about it, which I, I find distasteful. Really? Yeah. I'm going to make a list for you and I'll send it with you to okay. Nashville. Because <laughs> there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Um, Vin Diesel, off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? Comfort movies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah. But yeah, I'm not going to watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory just just to relax because I want to focus on it. So like right. my favorite movies. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to watch Roma. Yeah, when I am no, like, you no. know, stressed out and want something to watch. <laughs> I have something against that. Let's skip it. Say it. We'll cut it. We'll cut it. Yeah. That's what you. Yeah, oh, come on, you have to. I can't say it in a microphone. No, it's funny. That's what you watch when you masturbate. <laughs> That's specifically for that purpose. Please cut all instances of this exchange. <laughs> That's good. Thanks. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah so, uh, so Hobbit, you watch it, comfort. But you said it's better uh, than the Lord of the Rings films. It, 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 for different. what I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, okay. because I, 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 I like. I have watched the Lord of the Rings like five, six, seven, eight times. Yeah, and I'm still like. Who is Aragorn? What is he fighting for? There's like his, like, they like go to a relative of his who's like under a spell. And I'm like, you have to, like, there's so much like backstory that they just like, you don't know. It's like my, and I I talked to my uncle this past weekend. He's like, oh, you got to read the Summerillion. I mean, that's, (laughs) he's like, he's like, that is, he's like, that's, that's like the guidebook. And he's like, but you, but you know, he's like, I have, it takes you like three reads of the Summerillion to like really get it. And I'm like, that, that's not what I'm looking for. We're aging. We're all going to die soon. (laughs) We don't have time to read Summerillion three times. Which is why I, listen, I'm going to give you the opposite advice. As much as I love books, and yes, you should read every book in the world, but I'm going to give you the opposite advice or, or just the opposite perspective, which is I don't care. 
I don't mm-hmm. care about the D. De- I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I think it's the it's like the Star Wars of this generation of that generation. This that I don't know. Yeah, um, but when I'm watching with. Uh, when I was reviewing, when we were watching The Hobbit, and I was watching with Nicole, Nicole asks me a question every forty-five seconds. Oh, yeah, like well, why is he? Like she wants to know, and we I don't know either. Yeah, yeah, she wants to know the motivations. Yeah, of what, totally. The backstory, and I'm like, I want to know that stuff too. I don't care. But <laughs> when I was watching The Lord of the Rings, of course, like there's a lot of going on. There's these characters, like oh, I don't know why he's involved. I don't know what their motivation is. I mean, I ultimately care. But when I'm watching it, I just want to be absorbed in that kind of a movie. That's yeah. not the kind of movie that I'm like, oh, if I don't know the the intricate plot of this thriller, I'll be confused. I won't care. I don't care because it's like the magic of it that is the biggest part of it for me. So yeah. I don't care about the details, which is why I can eventually pick and, them up and absorb them. But I don't have to like and, bust my brain. And there are even some details in The Hobbit where I'm like, you know, there's this whole like thing with like the necromancer and yeah. like there's this like, you know, Sauron is, you know, showing himself for the first time. And they and they it's like it's not really or it, I mean, and there's going to be like people listening who are like, I know exactly why. And I'm yeah. sorry that I have watched Hobbit a bunch of times and right. still don't know why the necromancer <laughs> yeah. is important. Well, or you like, haven't read really Cinderella like three times yes. yet, so it's or not like your fault. Or like why this like dark force is coming and yeah. like what that means or, um, you know, you get that it's bad because it's yeah. a dark force. Um, but uh there are even like details about that, but I, I and I and I think it's like, but that kind of stuff is not the stuff that I. That's the kind of stuff that's like really heavy in Lord right. of the Rings, and the stuff that I like about the Hobbit is Gandalf believing in Bilbo. Yeah, Bilbo not believing in himself, him like proving himself. I I like I'm A much more invested. On the river in barrels. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is my favorite part of the yeah, movie. and it's like that kind of like. That kind of like heartfelt, yeah. like here, here is like a hobbit, like kind of like going against character, yeah. Um, uh, that I think is like more interesting than like why does the yeah. necromancer need to come back My from the no. dead? Yeah. I will say, I did this time around, yeah. I what, did, what did notice some more details about the whole story, like even going yeah, the rings. yeah, yeah. What do you like? What did you think oh, we're viewing watching it this time? What I was realizing is that the entire this entire thing into Lord of the Rings started. Because Gandalf wanted to help dwarves get their mountain back. Sure. That's it, right? That's like the whole, like, the, he doesn't find the ring. Well, see, like, this is, and this is like. Until this. But I think that that's also, God, we're just like out on another planet and there are people who actually know this and we're just oh, like yeah. theorizing. Because this is it's a like, show where you part- listen to two dummies figure <laughs> uh, yeah, it out. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I, I think it's like The Hobbit, it's, it's not, that's not how it starts because, um, uh, I think like Gandalf just like exists to kind of like do that stuff. Yeah. He's like he's like a wizard who's just like kind of there to like help people sure. along and to to do stuff. The and so wizard. yeah, and so he I think like has probably aided people in Middle Earth through events like this. Sure. And it's it's not like they're going back to the mountain, even though that, you know, ends up in the Battle of the Five Armies and like all that. I think that what really like kicks off the Lord of the Rings is like is Sauron coming back. So but why Sauron comes back, still unclear about. Oh, I see. Okay, so that's the overarching idea. But this in Is the beginning like, of this film, or this series doors are of displaced films, and they're going back to. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Because they don't just find, a Okay, Sauron coming thing. back is not necessarily connected to the fact that he finds the ring. That the Bilbo finds the ring. Mm. I know. Nerds, help us. God, I don't, we are just so... As, and 
Was, Way to go out on a low note for I me. Know. <laughs> well, it turns out we don't know about the rings. So here's what Freaking I've decided, idiot. though. This is one. Of, this is kind of like Harry Potter, where I'm like, I enjoy the movies very much. I enjoy that world. Mm. I've kind of experienced it. I don't feel the need to read the books anymore at this point. Yeah, same. Um, I, I read The Hobbit after yeah. having watched it a bunch of times, and I was like, oh, I just this is just yeah. like it's just plot based, and the movie is a better yeah. deal. So I was like, but I. And I felt kind of the same about Lord of the Rings. Like, I feel like that sh- ship has sailed for me. I'm, I just want to read other stuff right now. But yeah. now I'm starting to get to a point where I'm like, I kind of would be fascinated to see the stuff that fill in the details and kind of see it as one yeah. long story. But I don't know. We'll see if I if I make it to that. I have, I have like, entertained that idea a bunch of times. Yeah. And- yeah. I, I mean, I did read The Hobbit within the past couple of years. Yeah. Didn't love it. You know what I did do uh, in preparation for this is oh. I went back and watched the 1977 animated. Man, I have Hobbit. never seen that. I saw it when I was a kid. Yeah. And I remember being like so impressed because animation was mostly like cute and fun, Snow White yeah. and Dumbo and stuff. Um, and now I go back and watch this. And then I remember at the time I saw this on TV and I was like, this is darker and weirder. And it gave me a different feeling. So I was watching it again. And I was like, I get how that could have freaked me out as a kid. The animation is so cool. It's it? these watercolor backgrounds and these line drawing characters. <clears throat> There's so much detail in the dragon mm. and like the goblins and stuff. It's the kind of it's. The thing that we've talked about before where I mourn animation yeah. of that era because we'll yeah. never have that again. No, we will not. And it is really creative and imaginative and amazing. And that is one of the bad parts about the Hobbit series yeah. is the CGI is so schlocky and it is so is unimaginative. Oh, well, and It's good. It's skillful. It <clears throat> looks real like you're supposed to make it look real. Sometimes. But, yeah, it's not – it doesn't have like the – the little stylish touches yeah. that the animation yeah. did. But yeah. It's me me longing for the good old days again. Yep. Um, I think that's all we can do on The Hobbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with that. Uh, yeah. It was a pleasant rewatch. I remember not liking it the first time I watched it. The first movie, I, was I like, didn't either. Really? Yeah. yeah, and I think I was just like when it, when they came out, I I think I was just like along with the crowd who was all like everyone was like, "This yeah. isn't Lord of the Rings, so we right. hate it." Yeah, this yeah. is Peter Jackson just like wanting to continue the story, which it is. Yeah, you know, and it's like it's indulgent and does it need to be three movies? Absolutely not. Right. There's a director's cut where it's like there's already two hours yeah, of this, and it's like you know what we need. Three hours. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. It is completely unnecessary. Most of the thing is, but that's also kind of what I like about it. You know, yeah. it is unnecessary, the but extra, we just want to, like, live in this area. And the which, extra what, is cut what it- is just him trying on different jackets. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's 20 minutes of, like, what about these breeches? <laughs> but that's, like, what I, I, I think, like, because it's just, like, needless, yeah. it's more simple. You it's know? true. And it, it's like it's just for the sake of of being there, yeah. which fine. I'm there. That's what fine. you want for. That's what I'm in there for. Uh, 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 I will. This will be the last thing. Uh, <laughs> and this, I think, a good note for the end of this movie. The question that arose when we were watching it is: <laughs> Would you rather have a really big nose or really big hairy feet? <sighs> I have a really big nose, <laughs> <laughs> and I have size thirteen feet. So oh. yeah. but, I, uh, I, apolog- <laughs> I apologize for the insensitive question, then. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're cool with either. 
Well, well you're, saying, you're saying like that like is a bad thing. <laughs> Would you rather not have? Well, she did. The she, question. she did make it more intense. Like you can't wear shoes. Oh, like, sure, can I shave yeah. my feet? Right. Which is a question I never thought I'd ask. Right. And she said, "Yeah, but it'll probably grow back too fast." What matter? I'd rather have a big nose. I love having a big nose. I was like, I have big feet. Feel like more sturdy. <laughs> feel like harder to knock down. You got big feet. Strong base. Well, that's it for okay. The Hobbit. That's it for The Hobbit. Run out and see it at your local center. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's do my final take. Oh, yeah. On our favorite segment. What's Christopher, it called? Christopher Pollard. Yeah. What else have you been watching? Oh, man. Um, well, I did mention The Hobbit. I watched the animated Hobbit. Right. Um, oh, I'm excited. I watched a movie I've been waiting to watch for a long time. Leningrad Cowboys Go America. Oh, my God. I have seen that. Is it is so, so, so good. I laughed so much. It's, wow. It's, it's like What silly. a weird movie to watch. And the one that I have watched, <laughs> yeah, weirdly. No, that's really good. I rented it from Four Star Video <laughs> Heaven back in the oh, day. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recently resubscribed to Criterion Collection. Good, good on uh, you. Because I'm like, maybe I'll focus and watch these movies. And then I'll, you know, I like to, you know, shuffle around my yeah. platforms. I love a- a- Aki Kurismaki, and I've only seen a couple of his films. And I saw The Other Side of Hope we showed as a member screening once, and I saw the uh, Match Match Factory Girl. But I love his style. I didn't realize when I read about his films, I didn't even realize they were funny. Like, they genuinely yeah. have a very specific sense oh. of humor, yes. very great visual style. For those who haven't seen, you yeah. want to, like, yeah, so, give well, a little synopsis? I'll tell you, Leningrad Cowboys Go America is about a a band of Siberian musicians and their band is called the Leningrad Cowboys Mm -hmm. and their manager uh, gets them a gig uh, or wants them to break America essentially. So they go over to America to try to break in and they're immediately told "Um, maybe this isn't great for here, but go to Mexico and play my cousin's wedding. So the entire film is them on a very fixed budget and their manager. And there's like 12 of them or something. Yeah. In a really tiny car, driving to trying to get to Mexico to play this wedding, and they also are wearing these shoes. They have the best look for they, a band I've ever seen. They have the absolute best look. There, there is this like style of cowboy boot where that it, like it's a cowboy boot. But the toe is extremely long. Yeah, you got about seven extra inches into a pointy, almost elfin shoe. Yeah, and they ha- also have pompadour. Barely call it a pompadour, is if the pompadour came out like a foot in front of you. Their hair kind of has a spike in the front. Yeah. My favorite is the character of uh, their cousin or brother who can't grow hair, but he has like a tiny little nub of hair in the front that he keeps trying to twist into a pompadour so he can be in the band and they reject him, but he follows them around. It's very <laughs> funny, um, but it's very strange. Yeah, it is. So it's like my favorite combination. Yeah. But yeah, I loved it. I loved it. It was, I finally got to see it. It's funny because the movie that I watched this week is like a cousin to that film. Oh, yeah. And I, for the first time since watching it to the point where I think I knew every single word when I was 16, 17 years old, yeah. I watched Spinal Tap. It's a top to a, you know, what we use on stage, but it's very, very special because if you can see, yeah, the numbers all go to 11. Look. 
right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and most of 11, the and then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder. It's oh, <laughs> yeah. And you, you cannot rent it anywhere, and so really? I, I bought it. <laughs> okay. Because I was like, oh, this would be a great airplane movie. One, it's, it is an hour and 23 minutes. Perfect. Which is perfect, just like perfect so perfect. And Spinal Tap, one, it's just like so full of jokes. Yeah. And I had not watched it. When I watched it, one, I thought it was a documentary. <laughs> a real documentary. Yeah, because it was like 15 years old. sort of. And, like if you're younger, yeah. and also, I watched it before I had any understanding of the music industry. Yeah. And now I work in the oh, music industry. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like so many of the jokes are based on like the this is what a promoter you, yeah. is <laughs> yeah. is like and this is what a manager is like right. and this is what the record label president is like and yeah. it's like those are the jokes yeah. um and it was it is just it is so funny yeah. it's also the way that they go through the clips of them like starting off as this like um uh, Kind of like pseudo Beatles band. Oh, yeah, the different phases. And then they go into like the flower children era and they are just like so. (laughs) Yes. And they're just so following every single trend, which of course is a failing gambit when you're a musician, but many bands like will just fully jump into the next trend. And uh, um, it was so good. Yeah. That's a classic. It's one of the funniest movies it I've is, ever seen. It's, it is so funny. They're making a follow-up movie. Which is a horrible idea. It probably is. Those guys are incredibly talented, but, yeah, man, I always get Just worried. Just leave it alone. I always get yeah. worried. Just let it, let it be its own thing. I do like those guys, and I'd love to see them do other things, but I, I would like to see them do other things, I think yeah. is the takeaway. Oh, that's great. That's a great rewatch. So... Yeah. Last show, Justin Barney. Last show. How you feeling? Um I am going to miss this a lot. Yeah. I haven't watched a movie in five years. Yeah. Without <laughs> oh, I gotta talk about that. Without knowing that I'm gonna have to talk about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and there is a part of that, like there was a part I think like I had like waves of about it where like at first I was like, this is really going to affect how I think about the movie. And I was like, I need to, I was really excited about it. And I was like, all right, like I need to get my argument down. I need to be seeing what this is. And then, um, I was really, I think at first I was really excited. And then there was like a period where I was like, wow, I, I can't look, I can't watch a movie without thinking like this. I can't watch a movie without kind of like, in the first like 15 minutes starting to make my argument about whether I like or don't like this or whatever. And, um, and then I have like just grown to really love it. Yeah. And I think it like the podcast has just helped me be a better critic movie watcher, Mm -hmm. like, like kind of like actively thinking about what makes makes a movie work and like what's going on here. Um, I found the same thing. Like when you, I'm like, I have to talk about what am I going to talk about? I never think about that when I'm watching a movie, like, what is it that's making this good for me? Right. Which you're right. Part of me, like, I don't want to think about it. I just want to be absorbed in it. But I feel like you gain a a ground where you can be absorbed in it and then 
Totally. Then and I think that that is it. like, I, I think like a part of it, I was like, I need to be manufacturing an idea right. of what this is. Or like, yeah. I need to like make an argument. And then I, it's like, as you know, as it's, as it's going, I think I've reached a place in movie watching where you're, it's kind of like third person where like you're watching the movie and I'm in the movie and I'm engaging with it how yeah. I would if I like am not uh, like <clears throat> trying to think about this critically and then just registering those feelings yeah. and watching something and and being like I was really moved there yeah that like le- like let me like what they did something there that moved me right right, right. or or like I was b- checking my phone at this point yeah. and so that like. And to be able to like watch it how I normally would and just kind of like register and pick up on yeah. like what the movie was making me feel, I think that was like pretty effective way to do it. And That's good. and I have like really enjoyed this. Yeah. It's been fun. I was like, you know, every week. We're just every week. Yeah. It's gonna but I think we've managed to make it uh fun. Uh every time. Well, not every time. There's a couple that were just real boring. But listen. <laughs> There's a couple garbage ones, but I think they're mostly fun, at least for us, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, and I I remember wanting to start this. We yeah. were like, we were at 88.9, we were talking about um, like doing a couple of podcasts, and we were talking about partnering with other organizations in Milwaukee yeah. and like other arts organizations. And we like had had a couple and I was like, I want to talk about movies and I want to talk about movies with Christopher Pollard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to like have that idea and then for us to like actually do it yeah, um, uh, has been so much fun. And there's like so many other things too. It's like. We have a poster at the Oriental. I know, right? Like we have a poster there. Yeah. We, you know, we did the thing in front of like a packed. That was I'm Oriental glad that, that happened before before you went. Me too. On because that I know you really want to do that, and I was like, yeah, that's fine. No, it's a good idea. And I was kind of like, you know, it's good. We should do it, but I was I don't know why. But then once we did it, I was like, oh, we got to do that every time. We hosted Napoleon Dynamite at the Riverside Theater. That's right. That was great. That was wild. That is a thing I, I, like, there's no path I was on that made me think that would ever happen. Right. (laughs) Something like that would ever happen. So that was good. That was impressive. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a good run. Uh, We are going to, now we are going to continue Cinebuds. Yes. We're going to do, you know, a little bit of a search for somebody else. Does that have your blessing, or are you salting the fields before you uh, leave? <laughs> no, I will be listening. <laughs> I, All right, I, that's good. For sure, yeah. So I, I think. So what are you going to do? You're going to do like a. We're going to do a search. We're going to do. We're going to try out a few episodes with different people to see kind of who has chemistry, who has chemistry with me, and uh, and I with them. Figure it out. Then we're going to cut their face out, and tape it over the poster at the, <laughs> the Oriental Theater. <laughs> It'll be your body and your hat. But it'll be whoever's face. There's like a why there's like a part of me that's like, I hope you don't have chemistry with anybody. It's only me. <laughs> You're gonna fail. This is where we jump the shark. Where they're like, Oh, Thomas Gibson has to leave criminal minds. Who are they gonna replace? Everyone can relate to that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, Christopher Pollard, one of the most likable and agreeable and 
able, easiest to get along with people. I'm humble, the most humble, <laughs> handsome. Some people say I heard, I've heard it. I don't think so. Well, it's been really fun. It's been lovely doing it with you. And, uh, I wish you well. Thanks. But I'm wait. just leaving room for you to say more nice things. About I know. Me and here. They, you know what? They might pop up when we do our, uh, when we do our goodbye. They might. All right. So um, get to it. Stop right. begging for it. <laughs> Cinebuds has been edited by DJ Kenny Perez. Yay! Our theme song, which was an idea that I had when we started this and was like, I think it would be really dumb and fun <laughs> to have... Uh, I was like, we should have a Milwaukee musician do a little jingle. Yeah. And I was like, who could we have? And I was like, Brett Newski. He yeah. is so funny. He is so good at like doing this kind of thing. And uh, we reached out to Brett Newski to do the Cinebuds intro. And he, to this day, refers to it as the greatest song he's ever written. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that is great. So thank you, Brett Newski. Thank you, Brett Newski. Thank you to uh, Associated Bank, who has supported us since uh, the beginning and are such huge supporters of film in Milwaukee. And um, thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you to our members from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. Yes, you're wonderful. And thank you to everybody who has listened to Cinebuds, who is listening right now and who has listened to, uh, I mean, continue to listen because it's going to be, you know, Christopher and whoever is going to be great. But um, thank you for, thank you for listening to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. His, I appreciate you throwing him a bone there and just let him talk. And thank you to the Christopher Pollard of my Justin Barney. <laughs> oh, that is full circle, folks. Or is it the the Gandalf to my Bilbo Baggins? Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. well, I get to be tall. Thank you, Christopher Pollard. Oh, well, you're welcome, Justin. And listen, uh, I often, you know, we run out of time a lot. We do. On the we show. Run out of time and, a lot. But I think we have a little extra time. So I can this time thank someone. Okay. And I would like to thank them now. Okay. And who is would that be? Your mom and dad. <laughs> okay. Mr. and Mrs. Barney, thank you so much. You did a great job. I don't know which of you has a nice voice, or maybe both of you do, but it, it mashed up, and he's got a good radio voice. But no, thank you, Justin Barney. Oh, my God, it happened. Thank you. For Thanks for inviting time. me here to do this and for running out for four-plus years, almost five. That's right. And over 250 shows, I believe. Wild. Yeah. Couple live shows. That's really crazy. Poster or two, couple yeah. videos. Not too shabby. So thank you very much. And we wish you, Milwaukee wishes you the best. Thank you, Christopher. And thanks for listening.